Here we go. Second string podcast episode 41, I believe. I'm debating, uh, I guess, I don't know why anyone else needs to know this, but I'm debating not li- or not numbering the episodes anymore and just doing episodes just because I'm going to be at like fucking 15,000 by the time I get picked up. And I will get picked up, believe that, but it's just absurd. Anyways, we have a little different today. Little different stuff today. No lions last week, so I had to improvise earlier in the week by doing my random shit episodes a little sooner than I would or more than I would. Um, today, same thing. We're doing another kind of more random one that might catch some people off guard. Probably, probably didn't think they'd be hearing on this net wait on this network on these airwaves. But here we are. We're gonna do it and. It's going to be a Bachelorette review. Ladies, this one's for you. Listen, I heard you talking. They want some female content. We're tired of sports. We're tired of gambling. We're tired of hearing about how much the Lions stink. Let's talk about The Bachelor. I'm a Claire Stan. That's a little bit about me. I'm a Claire Stan. What I can't remember is Bachelor and uh, what's it called in Paradise or or when they all do and go in the summer and get drunk and bang each other. She was on that season and I was, and I was obsessed with her. She's fantastic. So I'm a Stan. I'm an absolute Stan. I'm obviously I'm going to fucking watch her season. Are you kidding me? Obviously we'll see. We'll see. There's no promises that this is going to go for all whatever, 10 weeks or however long I can. I don't know how long the show lasts. There's no promises. This will be a weekly thing the entire time. Maybe it will be. Well, it all depends on the quality of this season. Does it does it keep my attention? Does it keep my grasp? Does it keep me involved? I don't think this episode's going to be very long today either. Maybe like 20, 30 minutes, but let's roll with it. I mean, I I enjoy I enjoy watching The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. Guilty pleasure. Sue me. Sue me. It's entertaining. I know it's all scripted. Chris Harrison's the fucking puppet master back there pulling all the strings. I don't care when they when they when two beefed up douchebags get in each other each other's face and tell each other they're here for the wrong reasons. That feels pretty real to me. Maybe maybe the pretenses are false, but that confrontation feels pretty fucking real. So I'll take it any way I can get it. It's entertaining. Who doesn't like a little bit of drama? If whoever says they hate drama, like come on, you like a little bit of drama at least. Everybody does. It's human nature. It's fine. You can admit it. No one's going to judge you. They're going to say thank you for actually being honest. It's like that. Dude. And this goes for people. I might be getting ripped. There might be people listening to this saying, this fucking guy likes The Bachelor. What a loser. Listen, it's okay. It's okay. You probably enjoy watching it too. You probably do. It's fine. You don't need to lie to yourself or lie to your friends and say, oh my God, how could you ever watch that? Listen, it's cool, man. Or girl. I guess girl, it's more like, socially normal if you like it but dudes it's fine it's entertaining they fucking the the girl is very very good looking shit is going down left and right i could do the one thing i will say is i could do without every time they go to commercial it's like the jersey shore every time they go to commercial the first like two minutes of the next like 15 minutes of show or recapping what happened before the commercial. So by the end of the show, you're watching the same scenes over like four different times. Like I don't need all that. Like you see it in the preview, then you see it happen. And then in the, after the commercial, they recap it. And then at the end they recap it. It's like, I don't need all that. That kind of bothers me. It's like, dude, I've seen this. I get it. 
Like she thinks she thinks she just met her husband. I understand that. Like that clip was played probably 10 times in the first episode. Like I understand. I get that they're trying to emphasize and like beef it up. But like after the third time, it's like, okay, man, I get the point. She's shaking. She felt like she met her husband. Relax a little bit. I don't need to see the same goddamn clip 15 times. It's annoying. That's my only complaint. But other than that, dudes just that are all alphas fighting with each other that are all beefed up off roids and G and T's just beefing with each other saying this dude wearing a straight jacket. What a loser as the guys like faking being pregnant. It's like you get, you know, you see your, what's happening here. You see yourself, right? Like you understand how hypocritical and just outrageous that is that you're making fun of that dude. It's just ridiculous and it's entertaining and it's funny. The best season I'm more of a bachelor guy. Obviously, all the chicks are awesome to watch rather than a bunch of dudes. Also, the girls fighting is very funny just because they're fucking lunatics sometimes. But the best, maybe the best season of either I watch is JoJo season when uh, that Chad dude who was actually the biggest asshole on the planet <laughs> was just a cock to everybody on the show. It was Everybody. He was like. Dude had to weigh like 260 pounds. He was fucking enormous, like The Rock. And he was just a dick to everybody. It was awesome. Don't get me wrong. If I ever met that guy, I'd be like, this dude sucks. It's not like I'm sitting there like, yeah, Chad, you're my man. I love you. You seem like such a genuine guy. No, it was like, dude, this this guy's a real person. It's like when you watch the Jersey Shore and you're like, these people are real? That's part of the That's part of like the allure of it is like, you feel like you're watching fucking cartoon characters or like made up fictionalized characters. You're like, these people exist. I can go and actually find these people in the real world. It's insane. Coffee break real quick. Mm, that's good. So it's very entertaining. I'm looking forward to it. There's not, I mean, there's football on right now. Basketball just ended. Baseball's about 10. I watched a little baseball yesterday. Um, but sports are winding down. I mean, why wouldn't I watch The Bachelor? I'm not really watching any other shows. I do want to watch Bly Manor, which I probably will do pretty soon here, but we'll run The Bachelor until I get bored. That's the thing. That is my one disclaimer. So if anyone, and I'm sure there are so many people that are like, yes, my favorite podcaster in the world is going to talk about The Bachelor. But disclaimer, if the season starts to suck and I get bored, I'm just going to stop because that's happened multiple times to me particularly lately, like I want to say my freshman and sophomore year of college. So three, four years ago, um, my roommates and I both, one was Jojo season. And I can't remember who the next one was, but we watched the entire seasons for like both of those seasons of those years of our school. And then after that, we kind of just like, I think we tried to watch like an episode or two and just kind of like, ah, whether it was the the person that was the bachelor or the cast or the storylines or Maybe we were just growing out of it. And like at school, it's like, oh, you have other shit going on all the time. So this is kind of like, what else am I going to fucking do on a Monday? May as well watch The Bachelor and fill some time. So um, there, yeah, we like had other stuff going on. So we kind of like faded out on it. Didn't really do it as much. So I don't know, but I'll try to get back into it. We'll see what happens. Guilty pleasure of mine. I've always enjoyed watching these shows. I don't know why. They're just. Like, they're just entertaining, and I feel like that's pretty inarguable. You can call him stupid. Like, my dad just fucking makes fun of me. I, he comes into the room, and I just have the bachelorette on, and he's like, are you serious? 
these are the stupidest shows ever created. I'm like, yeah, I know they're stupid, but that doesn't mean they're not entertaining. He's like, you know, it's all like fake and made up and the directors just tell them what to say. I'm like, yeah, but it feels real. Boom. That's all. It's like the always sunny. It's like the always sunny episode where Dennis is like, you guys aren't living real life. This is real. This actually happened. And they're like, my anger feels very real. Like that's how it is. Sure. The storylines might be fake, but like I said earlier, when two beefed up dudes are about to swing on each other because Todd F isn't here for the right reasons. I'm like, this feels pretty real. These guys getting in an argument feels pretty real. So I don't know. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to keep watching as long as that's happening. Anyway, let's get into this episode. Like I said, I don't want to make this too long, so I might take a quick break and then come back. All right, we're back. So here we go. Episode one review. Um, Like I said, I'm a Claire Stan. I'm a Claire Stan. Not based off this season or this episode alone, but from previous Seasons like The Bachelor in Paradise. I think that's what it's called. Either that or like Olympics or Bachelor Summer. No, it's in Paradise, right? Where they all get them all together in the house. And then it's all the failed contestants. They get together in the house, load them up. Just fucking load them up on Mai Tais. And then shove them away into cabana rooms where they just... I liked her. I mean, she's super hot, obviously. But I don't really remember why else I liked her, but I did. Um, I feel like she's maybe it's cause she didn't seem crazy. I don't really know. Usually that's why I like some, like when I have the favorites, it's cause they either seem more normal or they seem like the not insane ones. So I don't know. It was like five years ago though. So I don't really remember why it is. I like there. I just know I do whatever muscle memory. It works, but I will say a little, a little red flag here in the start of this season. She cried. How many times did she cry? Like three. I want to say she cried like three times in this first episode. That's way too many for the first episode. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's way too many for the first episode. The first episode is the one where it's like, rah, rah, yeah, yeah, to love, cheers, we're going to make it. We're going to find love. I'm going to, my husband's in this room, not for crying three goddamn times. Crying three times is when in the final four the guy you were going to pick tells you he's had two girlfriends at home the entire time. That's when you cry. That's what crying's for. Now, I will say I'm an ex- I'm very emotionless. I suffer from a little thing called um, I don't have feelings about pretty much anything in the world other than things that are funny. So maybe I'm coming to this subject a little callous and rigid, but three. regardless, emotions or not, crying three times in the first episode like come on that's fucking that's too much three in the first episode come on claire you're better than that so a little bit of a red flag because anybody who knows a thing about the bachelor or bachelorette knows when you start crying like that shit does not stop it's not like a fluke that she already cried that all that's just in her dna like if she's crying three times in this first episode by the fifth episode, the whole fucking episode is just going to be her in tears. That's what that means. It's not a fluke that this happens. If you know anything about previous seasons, when, when like people are criers, when they're criers, it becomes a fucking mess. It's waterworks city. Can't even watch it anymore. And like I said, this turns into an unwatchable season. I'll pull the plug faster than, I don't know, 
I don't know what I was going to compare it to, but I'll pull the plug fucking quickly. So Claire, come on, tighten it up, get it together, look yourself in the mirror, figure it out. Your husband's in that room. Enough with the crying on the first day when nothing happens. Okay. Can we agree with that? Like just a little bit relax. Just a little bit. That's all I ask. All right. So, um, I guess I'll just go kind of in, in consequential order of what happened. First thing, obviously they addressed the whole COVID and like Claire, oh, she was supposed to start a hundred days ago. She's been quarantining, making cookies and playing with her dogs. The guys, oh, these guys quarantined for so long waiting for her love. Um, I don't know. It's just like, I get it. You got to address COVID, but like, did we really need a half hour on these people all quarantining? Like it's. Can we, like, why don't we just skip that part? Like, just fucking skip it. Nobody gives a shit. We understand. You quarantine, I quarantine. The whole fucking world was quarantined. I don't need to see 30 minutes of these dudes jumping up and down on their beds. Like, when they get to the resort, too, and it's like, all right. They're, like, making vlogs. They're like, all right, day two. Like, if I get this test, I'm in the clear for Claire's love. And they're the guys are, like, jumping up and down on the beds and, like, it's like the time lapse of them laying on the couch in different ways. Like we don't need that. I don't, right. Am I alone in that? Like fucking cut that shit. Let's get 30 more minutes of cocktail parties and juice heads yelling at each other. We don't need them laying on the couch. I don't give a shit what they did during quarantine. I don't care what their quarant- what they did during quarantine is the same thing I did in quarantine. We played video games, laid on the couch and ate food. Like I don't need to see 30 minutes of that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Chris Harrison, what the hell, bro? Like, we don't need that. And I swear, I don't, this is already getting, I'm getting fired up already. But if the next, like, following this, if every episode they get like, they have like a 10 or 15 minute segment on like Corona, like shitty Corona jokes that they try to make, like they did for the first half hour of this one, please change that because it's just so not funny and not entertaining. And nobody fucking cares. Like, we get it. You had to deal with Corona, too. Welcome to the world. Don't need 30 minutes of it. I'm sorry. Also, none of the jokes were funny. So keep it out. All right. So moving past all the super annoying stuff into when the actual, like, show fucking starts, um, I will say, I will say, oh, man, I forgot how show, like, how cringy this show is. It's very, like, partly that Corona part too. Like I remember the dudes like jumping on the bed and hits his head and I'm just like, ah, this is so like forced and just weird. I don't, I know Chris Harrison's like a multimillionaire and there's been 50 seasons of the show. So he's obviously doing something right. Maybe it's just a culture shock. Cause I haven't watched in like four years, but dude, God damn, it's cringy. I'm like, what do they do? Why is this in here? It's just so weird. And then that moves into when the girls or when the dudes meet Claire and they all have the lines like they're like, hello, beautiful. Or the one dude faking being pregnant. The other guy in Filipinos like Makambe Ba, like you're beautiful or something. Um, The other guy's like, I'm a tall drink of water. Oh, God, it's so weird. Oh, why? I mean, I understand the premise. Well, two things. One, I understand the premise. Like, it's like, oh, there's 30 guys here. I got to stand out. I'll be the pregnant dude. Or like, cause that's what she did. Or 30 guys here. I got to stand out. 
I'll say you're beautiful and Filipino or I'm the tall guy, 30 guys here. Let me stand out, drink of water. I'm tall. You're tall. I'm tall. Drink of water. Like I get, they're trying to make an impression and like fucking she associates now. Maybe she associates water and the word tall with that one guy, but it's just like, ugh, it's just so again, just like forced and weird. I'm sitting on my couch alone. I'm alone in my family room. No one's awake. I'm munching on some Cheez-Its as one does when watching The Bachelorette. And the guys are feeding her these lines. And I'm just like, bro, no chance they came up with these on their own because no guy in his right mind would half the shit that they did. No dude in his right mind would like start like that. Oh, God, it's so weird. Like, that was my second thing. Are these, it has to be the writers and the producers that are like, all right, you're going to say you're going to show up pregnant because like she did it in her season. So it'll be funny if you show up pregnant and the guy's like, all right, I guess like, do I have to do that? Can I just say, Hey, I'm Jeff. Like, nice to meet you. And they're like, no, man, trust me. This is going to be way better. You're going to be pregnant. And he's like, uh, okay. <laughs> like that has to be what's going on. Cause no dude, like if I went on that show and they're like, all right, dude, you're going to dress like a frog and like, hop up to her and like lick her arm when you get there i'd be like what the fuck are you i'm like i'm trying to win you know that right and they're like yeah man but you're not really in our vision so like we're gonna have some fun with you and i'm just i'd be like what are you fucking kidding me i'm gonna be a frog like i don't need to save the gimmicks like i don't need all that shit like when they i don't mind the more normal stuff like if they say like play a song or like make a joke maybe if the joke isn't fucking completely horrible but like I don't need the super gimmicky pregnant guy dressing as a in a costume like the dude in a straight jacket or the guy in the armor like I save that I don't need that it's just weird it's weird it's never going to work and I'm sitting on my fucking couch like these guys are they, this can't be their from their own ideas it has to just be the writers being like sorry bro like you're going to be the, you're you're the straight jacket guy this season sorry man and he's just like god damn it like it has to be because it is fucking weird. Some of the shit they do and it for sure doesn't work. All right. So I took some notes because there are so many of these dudes. I don't remember any of their names other than that Dale guy who she's already obsessed with. Um, so I took some notes on the entrances and kind of ripping. I, I try to be a positive person and like not shit on people, but um, I'm going to shit on a lot of these guys for a few minutes here. I guess it's funny because. I think this might be interesting coming from a dude's perspective on these dudes. Now, let me disclaim this by saying I'm not on the bachelorette. I don't think I'd ever be not that I not like, cause I don't want to, I don't think I'd ever get selected. So these guys, they're probably all taller than five ten too. Like these guys are fucking much more advanced in the women game than I am, which is fine. Um, but I'm still going to shit on them for being weirdos. Like, that's just part of the deal when you go on The Bachelorette. Like, hey, man, you're going to get a great Instagram following and drink a free booze and eat free food and hang out with a very good-looking female for a, a couple weeks in Mexico. But with that, now I'm allowed to just rip you apart because you dress like an asshole, right? That seems fair. So I want to just run through a few of the intros. I already mentioned the pregnant dude, fucking weirdo. Or not weirdo. I guess I, I get what he was going for, but... I'm just not a gimmick guy. I'd love to know actually if anybody knows that's listening or maybe I'll just Google it. Like, do they, do the contestants decide 
if they're going to do one of these gimmicks or is it Chris Harrison? Like, all right, you're going to be the pregnant guy. You're the one in the straight jacket. You're the one in the armor. Like, how does that work? Because if these guys are deciding on their own, if this guy on his own's like, I'm going to just go pregnant, then I just even more. So I'm like, you're a fucking loser. You're an idiot. So pregnant guy, save the gimmick. Um, there's the dude with the dogs on his shirt. So she's like, or her dogs on his shirt. So she's like rubbing down his abs. Um, not the worst in the world, I guess. Like, I don't totally hate that her dogs. So that's like a nice touch. Um, it's not like he's trying to be super funny and completely missed on a joke. Like most of these people did. So I'll give him points for that. But the whole like rub down my abs thing, kind of a tool move. It's the situation. It is what it is. I guess if you got washboard abs, you may as well fucking use them. I definitely can't or wouldn't be like, Hey, nice to meet you. Um, you should touch my stomach. Just rub my stomach for like 30 seconds. You're, I feel like you're really going to enjoy it. Not really my style. I'm more of like, hey, I'm Nick. Nice to meet you. That's more my speed, but to each their own. He's on the bachelorette. I'm not. So whatever. Uh, next dude, the tall drink of water guy. Fucking weirdo. From day, I mean, he just seemed awkward, which I'm not fucking Matthew McConaughey with it either, but he's like, Ah, I'm tall and I'm a drink of water. I'm a tall, I'm your tall drink of water. You look, you look thirsty. Oh, wait, uh, wait, you look thirsty. I'm tall and there's water, there's water over. I'm the tall drink of water. Like that guy just didn't know what the fuck he was doing. That guy seems like someone where the producers were like, all right, man, you're going to say, are you thirsty? Cause I'm a tall drink of water and I look like what you need. And the guy just fucking butchered it. Just totally butchered it. It's like, it's like those like athletes where you like try to get him to act and you're like, holy shit, this guy's bad. <laughs> That's what that guy was like. Just fucking fumbling over his words. Awkward, weird. I don't know if I can't remember who all got eliminated, but I hope he did. Cause he's terrible. Next guy. Um, I think this guy's intro is normal. The lawyer dude from West Virginia. He ended up getting sent home on the first night. He was the guy to that Joseph or Yosef guy who was like, Hey man, you're sliding in my friend's DMS or something like that. Um, he was a lawyer from West Virginia. Is that real? They have lawyers in West Virginia. You're allowed to even become a lawyer in West Virginia. Like are we, did someone fact check that? Like, did he move to West Virginia after he was already a lawyer, a lawyer from West Virginia. I did not know they had the schooling for that in West Virginia. I thought it was like you either go on like Buckwild or fucking that's it. Start making moonshine. Like I thought those were the two career paths there. Or you play football at West Virginia. I thought that was that's it. But lawyer from West Virginia kind of just caught me off guard. I don't have anything to say about the guy. Caught me off guard. I do have this to say, actually. Guy. Bringing up controversy. He got sent home. Bringing up the controversy. Have you never seen the goddamn show? The people who start the beef, look at, even if it's not you involved with DMing chicks, any the whoever brings it up is always, always gets chopped. Every single time. Every season in the history of The Bachelor or Bachelorette, whoever's like, hey, that dude's not here for the right reasons, see ya. Every single year, that's exactly what happens. See you later. Why? Fucking study the playbook, buddy. Watch a little bit of film. You bring up the beef, see ya. And he's like, oh, I can't believe I went home. I'm not, fucking guy. What'd you think was going to happen, bro? Save it. God damn, that shit pisses me off. It's like, it's so goddamn obvious that it just never works. And people do it every single season anyway. 
Ugh. But lawyer from West Virginia, that's pretty impressive. Maybe the only lawyer in West Virginia. Next guy, um, <laughs> I wrote down the lawyer seems like the real fucking deal. He actually did seem like the real deal until he started that beef. Um, next dude, this guy, this guy is fucking suspect number one for if anybody goes missing on this show, he's suspect number one. The dude, I can't remember his, or his name's like Chase or something. No, I can't remember. He's probably got a fucking weird name. He's the guy who rolled up in the Rolls Royce with the scarf and said, good evening. Like I remember he got out and he was like, good evening. Ugh. Ugh. Like that dude eats people literally. I'm like literally kills people and then eats them for meals, like freezers them up and grills human meat. That guy is a psychopath. You just need to watch him getting out of the limo. If you know who I'm talking about, go back, watch him getting out of the limo and tell me he doesn't eat other human beings. He is instantly, instantly check him in the psychopath column. The guy's like a mix between fucking Patrick Bateman and the dude, like the always sunny episode like the dinner for schmucks type thing. He's like a dinner for schmucks guy who they like bring in the weirdos to dinner. Cause he's rich. He brings in the weirdos crossed with Patrick Bateman. I guess crossed with a guy who eats human beings. Um, weirdo straight up from the moment he got out. I was like, Holy sh! This is like Ted Bundy's fucking offspring. It has to be Ted Bundy and a cannibal made this guy. It was ugh. guy. I's creepy. So he's not going to win. Next dude, um, I don't even remember what he looks like. Ch- guy's name was Chasen. <laughs> what kind of name is that, brother? Chase or Jason? Pick a goddamn name. I wrote down he's a weirdo, too. I don't really remember him, but that name's fucking ridiculous. Pick a name, dude. Chase, Jason, Chasen? Pick a name. Next dude, a hamster ball guy. Like, another gimmick. Guy rolls up in the hamster ball. Bro, fucking relax. Just get out of the limo like a normal-ass person. Walk up to her, say, hey, this is my name. Nice to meet you. You look great. Can't wait to talk more. Like, leave the hamster ball at home. If th- here's, a p- here's a little piece of advice to anybody who will be going on The Bachelor or Bachelorette in the future. If you're preparing and packing your clothes to go, if the idea of ever packing an inflatable hamster ball ever comes into your mind, just cancel your trip. Just save yourself the time. Don't quit your job. Cancel your trip. If you ever even think about packing a hamster ball, fucking forget it, quit, pull out. You already lost. Relax. Relax, guy. Leave the hamster ball at home. Go introduce yourself like a normal person. And then this is the big one. Actually, we'll do another shitty guy. The straight jacket guy like, bro, another gimmick. Dog, what's up? You're wearing a straight jacket? First off, it's weird that you wore a straight jacket to even meet her, but I'm like, all right fine he's trying to gimmick whatever i'm thinking now he's just gonna go inside and take the straight jacket off it's like halfway through the episode and this guy's just sitting on the couch still with a straight jacket on i'm like dude what so you just can't drink or eat anything like you got to put your face into the platter to eat something or one of these dudes is feeding you way too committed to the straight jacket routine leave like way too committed First, just leave it at home, but if you're going to wear it to meet her, take that shit off, dude. Like, no one's impressed that you found a straitjacket. And that sucks for you. You have to go the whole night wearing a straitjacket? Why would you do that to yourself? That sounds terrible. Um, I wrote down, seems like a lot of dweebs, which it does. I don't know if it always feels like that. I feel like usually it's not as bad as this. Like, 
everybody felt like a dork kind of except for the golden boy i don't know my phone my phone's ringing my house phone i don't know if anyone can hear that but we'll we'll ignore it a lot of dweebs though it felt like i maybe that's due to the gimmicks felt like just a lot of weirdos in general though but that dale guy so the dale guy coincidence i think not also this is where it makes me think it's written the dale guy he gets out of the limo he's just wearing a suit normal guy walks up hey i'm dale nice to meet you this is going to be special i'll talk to you inside the only fucking normal introduction i remember seeing the entire night she hugs him he goes in and she's like oh my god i feel like i just met my husband i'm shaking that makes me think maybe it's written where there chris harrison was like all right we're gonna make all these losers do this weird stuff and then the guy she's obsessed with will be the one normal dude who just gets out and introduces himself like a normal fucking person. That makes me think it's written because it's just what's the odds that the old, the dude she's clearly already in love with is the only normal guy. But if, if it's not, I'm fu- then I'm that just proves me even more right. Fucking leave the hamster balls and straight jackets at the crib. Get out of the limo. Introduce yourself normally. But. They fucked up. She says, like I just said, I feel like I just met my husband. She gives that the Dale guy the first impression, Rose. She's just obsessed with him, clearly. The entire episode, she's just obsessed with him. Um, so the, they just blew their load. The season's over. Like, you, this guy's going to win. I don't know. It's either the season will either be cut short because she quits or something happens, or he's going to win. There's no two. That's it. That's all. That's all there is. Dale's winning or the season's getting cut short. That's all. So I don't know why they, I get why they do that to like, oh my God, she already loves this guy. Like get the hype machine going, but fucking it's over. She just played her card. She played her hand. It's over. It's like, I remember the Jojo season. There were like five guys left and about Jordan Rogers, the dude she ended up picking. She's like, I'm in love with him. And it's like, oh, okay. So the season's over now. Like, why are we? I don't need to tune in for the rest. Like she's picking this guy. That's how I felt with him. I mean, you don't say, I feel like I just met my husband and then every other dude's showing up in a full suit of like medieval armor. (laughs) I mean, you're not picking the guy who shows up in a fucking medieval armor over the dude who you just said, I think I just met my husband about. That's just me. Maybe I'm crazy, but it feels like that's how this is going to play out or she'll quit. The preview for the next episode showed her, pretty much crying and yelling the entire time. So who knows what's going to happen. But this Dale guy, early, early front runner. As far as my personal favorites, I liked uh, the other dude she made out with who she said called him. Blake, was his name Blake or Daniel? <laughs> I don't fucking know. The guy, she said he broke the rules and like messaged her. And she was like, oh my God, thank God. I, that guy seemed like a good dude. Um, the Dale guy, we'll see. More negatives than positives. Like the guy, the Harvard guy who just, I swear to God, he's a serial killer. He has to be. And then a bunch of weirdos. Straight jacket, drink a water guy. That Yosef guy also is kind of creepy. Like they said, he was DMing chicks. Totally believe it. That guy's a fucking weirdo. Shady, fraud. Get him out. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. That's all I got. I just wanted to break it down, give my thoughts on the dudes. Not a great crop, if you ask me. Not a great crop of guys. But that's just me recording a podcast from my parents' basement. And my home phone just went off during it. So this isn't coming from Brad Pitt. This is coming from me. But still, I'm going to give you my thoughts because it's funny to talk about. A lot of weirdos. Dale guys already got it in the bag. Claire, 
I'm telling back the crying. We'll see what happens. I'm excited. I'm excited for episode two. I'll be there for episode two. And then we'll be back here. Anyways, Bachelor fans, a little something different for you. Hope you enjoyed it. Appreciate everybody listening. If you got input or you want me to talk about a a character, if you want me to talk about one of the contestants or anything, just shoot me a message. Email me, the second string Detroit at gmail.com at Nick second string on Twitter or the dot second dot string on Instagram. Message me. We'll talk about it. Bachelor Nation, this is for you. All right. Appreciate everyone listening. Have a marvelous weekend. Um, I'll be back tomorrow with the betting podcast and then until next week. See everybody.